0: Hi there, my name is Amelia from Amelia Botanica and I am so ready to take you on this journey to find yourself, be the most vibrant you can be and take your existence to that next level. I'm a clinical naturopath and trauma informed EFT tapping practitioner and I'm your host ready to guide you through life's health journeys. This podcast is going to allow you to strip away all the confusion and step into your best self, equipped with confidence, self-advocacy, and motivation to drive your wellness to that next level of radiance. So join me weekly in this collective for this beautiful sharing of information. Each week, I will either interview amazing practitioners, clients, or healers from all different realms of healthcare, or move into a solo episode where I'll share more about my own health experience and my favorite tips to make you the most vibrant you can be. We discuss how these amazing people move their stories from pain to power. I can't wait to join you on this amazing journey. Hi there and welcome to another episode of the Amelia Botanica podcast from pain to power. Today we have Susie on the podcast and Susie is the founder of Female Leadership Collective, where she helps high-achieving women plan their escape from their corporate jobs and unlock their freedom in their lives by launching and scaling impactful online businesses so that they can work anywhere in the world. So Susie quit her job at one of the world's largest investment banks several years ago, sold everything and booked a one-way ticket to Bali, where she now lives with her beautiful rescue pub. And through the Female Leadership Collective, her courses, retreats, and coaching programs, she really helps women get clarity on what they really want to do with their lives and supports them to take action through a step-by-step guide. She's really helped amazing women all over the world quit their corporate jobs travel the world and have their first five figure months and outlearn out earn their corporate salaries it's just insane and susie is someone who i have worked with personally i went on her reset retreat um in october and it was just amazing to really really reboot my system and i think i needed it i didn't realize how much i needed some tlc so this episode is all about how to create your dream life what to do if you're feeling really, really stuck, and Susie just provides so much amazing insight into this amazing world of digital nomads and, you know, really, really working to live your best life and work in an amazing environment. So I hope you love this episode. It's a really, really good one if you're feeling a bit sticky, and, you know, we both share some insight about our stories too. So such a fun one, and thank you so much to Susie for coming on. Such a pleasure to have you, and you are a powerhouse. So enjoy the episode. All right, Susie, welcome to the Amelia Botanica podcast from Pain to Power. I am so excited to have you on today and to share some of your amazing wisdom with the community. But firstly, I'd love to hear what makes you feel powerful. Oh,
1: what makes me feel powerful? I think just having the inner confidence that I am doing everything that I want to do in life that probably makes me the most powerful or at least that's the the highest lesson I've had along those lines so far
0: amazing I love it and you know we're all about feeling powerful here so I'd love to hear you know how you've moved some of your pain to power and your journey because it is an amazing one yeah so I guess first of all hello to your
1: listeners (laughs) and also it's just a privilege to be on your podcast Amelia because I was obviously there when you decided to create this so it's just so wonderful to see you bring this to life so I'm super excited for this conversation so yes pain to pleasure like I pain to power I, I definitely have been through a lot of these transitions and I always see life as being a lot of this anyway we're wired to you know move move from one to the other. So where do I start? I guess uh, probably the most notable part of my story is that I started out, like a lot of people, like a lot of your listeners, in a corporate job uh, in London. I started working for the world's largest investment bank, actually. So it was a job that everybody was impressed by. I was supposed to feel really like wowed by myself, and I was supposed to really enjoy it. And whilst that lasted about six months of feeling, you know, really like, oh, I love waltzing into my skyscraper office (laughs) in my travel suit or whatever. It really wore off because I realized in reality, the job that I was doing, I didn't really feel a tangible impact. And I looked towards the seniors in the corner offices and I realized I wasn't feeling inspired to live a life to become what they had. It wasn't, it didn't really feel inspiring and exciting enough for me, which was a bit of a a bummer really, because what do you do then? (laughs) (laughs) yeah Yeah. what do you do then when everything you've studied for and supposedly you've got the job that people tell you to aim for but then you realize oh god it's not really what you want to be doing so it, it was a weird time in the sense that there's a lot of guilt that comes then because people are telling you you know you're really privileged and you know so many people wanted that job so you feel a lot of guilt for not enjoying it so the pain at the time Is painful because you're living a lot out of alignment and that does lots on your body, on your mind. And we can go into that. But at the same time, there was a a whole layer of guilt about feeling pain around it. So that's kind of where I'd start.
0: let me know where you want me to go (laughs) (laughs) and I I think a lot of people will resonate with that because you know even when I began my career I started medical science and I was on the trajectory to move into medicine and can we imagine me there not a chance (laughs) you know looking after myself and my body is so important and I can imagine for you like working those crazy hours and just not being connected with yourself like when we look at you now you're just so You know, embodied and really take in, you know, how you want to live. So I think, you know, that story is something that people will definitely resonate with. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear more about the next step of the journey. So how you move that pain into your power?
1: Yeah, that's so funny. I didn't know you studied foot to do medicine. On the one hand, I could totally see you bossing it, but on the other (laughs) hand, I think it's the same thing. I don't feel like you would necessarily be happy because you've got a lot more freedom now. So. I think it came down to being twofold based on what you're saying, that the the pain was coming from not feeling a connection, like you say, with the work that I was doing. So I was looking after other banks. I was in sales looking after other banks. So basically making them more profitable. And there's so many people down the chain. You don't really see the reward of what you're doing or you don't really see the, it, the impact of it. And I just wanted more in terms of impact. And then the other side to this is also the freedom and the flexibility piece. So I was looking around the office and you know, some amazing mums, like, killing it in their jobs. But at the same time, they didn't get home till, like, 8pm, 9pm. And they're not really seeing their kids grow up. And, yeah, they can afford a nanny, and that's wonderful. And I don't, like, judge anyone that has that. I will probably have that, too. But I want to have the option. I want to have the option to be at home if I want to, rather than having to, like, leave the office at 8 or 9 every time and don't have that option. Yeah. So I looked around and I was like wow I'm in a privileged privileged position and some of those women maybe weren't when they first started their career that we live in a world now where technology is so advanced that we can work from home that we can build a business online and you know be at home and if it's if it's at a certain stage be, you know, be there for your kids to grow up. And I'm like, wow, if I have this option at this time, I need to take it. And obviously, there's a level of investing your time temporarily to take an income hit to build that up. But I was like, I am willing to do that, to get that ultimate goal, right, of flexibility, of freedom, of feeling a lot of impact in the work that I do. Um, And I just want to caveat this with we live in a great time where this is an option this hasn't been an option for a lot of women so I, I absolutely applaud the women who are in the workforce raising their kids and doing a, a great job I was about to swear I don't know if we can swear, <laughs> <let's look> at- <laughs> it. Doing a great job you know but I just want to open everybody's eyes that actually the, there is an option now where you can have more.
0: Mm-hmm. And that I'm so excited for you to share more about what you did next, because it is something that I think a lot of people and women would look at you and go, oh my God, I could never because of X, Y, Z. And that doesn't mean they're not brave or in the right place. But, you know, sometimes you do have to take the leap and just absolutely take a risk for things to work out. You know, for my business, I took a massive risk about a year ago and you know the whole story, but it just paid off and sometimes you just have to have a bit of faith and I know that's easier said than done, especially around finances. But, you know, when we look at you, you're a testament to that. So tell mm-hmm. us what happened next because it's just okay. <laughs> yeah. So what happened
1: next is the seed was planted and I actually think I need to give some context. I read a book that really changed my life called The Four-Hour Work Week. And the clickbaity title is just that. It's not really the, you know, four-hour work week. It's not the epitome of everything. But what it did was it taught me about this lifestyle called digital nomad lifestyle. And he he told us about all these people working online in Bali growing their businesses, working from their laptops, just, you know, living on an island. And I was like, wow, that can't be real. But okay, I would love that. And fast forward, I uh, quit my job and broke up with a partner of seven years and booked a flight to Bali all in the same week. So when I say fast forward, this was a good five years after I read that book. So the seed really needed to be like cemented and grown into the place where one the pain was enough to be like I've got to do something about this and two where I actually thought that it could be possible because I you know it had grown so much in my mind so that's what happened next six months later I moved to Bali and four years on I'm still here (laughs) and I guess Amelia you got some insight into what's available here in the lifestyle having come on the retreat right so it barely completely changed my life i am a totally different person and i would almost uh say that i'm more myself now like almost not a totally different person like i've come back to myself and i would say so to give context what i'm doing now over the four years there was a lot of figuring it out there was a lot of starting different businesses freelancing Really hustling it was a humble time after being paid <laughs> salary and banking and then just you know having to find opportunities but two years in ish two years in ish I um was like right all these things I've been trying are not it they're not the business model that's going to bring me the level of impact the level of wealth the level of happiness that I want so what is it and I really did a lot of deep soul searching in that moment And at the same time, it was a transition in my, like, romantic life of really connecting with my feminine energy. And then suddenly this idea to help other women launch businesses came to me. And I was like, that is the most passionate thing I'm about because I've got this taste. I've got this flavor. And I've been helping coaches and um, freelancers at the time, like, build courses and their sales strategy and stuff and so female leadership collective was born and, woohoo, and so that's my business I, I have an online group program where I help women uh leave corporate and build a business and then I also have like a program to help them scale once they go through that And then I also do one-to-one coaching and we have our amazing Bali retreat, The Reset, which I absolutely love, which Amelia's been on. So really the business is just all about helping women go from the pain that I was in in the same way in the corporate jobs to finding themselves and then using their own online business as a vehicle to get that freedom to get that impact to have the flexibility because it's not really about the business it's about what it can do for you mm-hmm. so
0: hopefully that gives you a yeah an insight into what happened next <laughs> it, it's honestly like a movie but I wish it was more common because I just think it's such an inspiring way to completely step into your power. And you can just see that when, you know, I was with you in Bali, you just exude this like amazing energy and you can tell that you're completely yourself. And, you know, obviously you had to go through a lot of stuff to get there. It wasn't a quick transition, but it's just so nice to know that for people listening, it is possible when you're just feeling really in the depths of, hardship and not loving what you're doing and you know what one thing I've tried to create with my business is my business is my business but my life is my life and mm. you know you completely um embody that as well because it doesn't completely swallow absolutely everything and just being able to create that freedom and that availability it's completely you know changed my world and yours as well so you know it's just such an amazing thing that we do live in a time where we have this opportunity and sometimes it is about taking the leap. So for people listening and they're just like, how the heck do I even do this? What are maybe, you know, two or three things that you would advise a woman in the position of wanting to move from a corporate nine to five into this space?
1: Yeah. Yes, I love this question. So this is kind of the mistake that I made initially in the sense that I thought launching a business would solve all my problems. Like I've just got to be an entrepreneur, then I can control my schedule and everything. And it's just so much better. I need to be my own boss. But now having you know, started other businesses before Female Leadership Collective and also the journey with Female Leadership Collective, I realized that the business isn't the answer It is the vehicle. It's the tool to get there. And what you can do is you can create a business just to make a profit and not feel any impact, not feel any happiness and be in the same place as you were in corporate almost. So what we need to do, the first step is to get really, really intentional and go through a bit of a deconditioning process. And I like to say it's like a self-discovery journey, because especially for anyone listening who's in corporate and feeling a bit miserable and they really want to have more freedom in their life, the chances are you're not really living in alignment with who you are. And maybe you have kind of lost yourself a little bit. So it's really hard to create a business from that place because you don't really know who you are and what you want so we need to kind of go back to yourself a little bit and the, the best first step to do that is to actually reconnect with things that bring you joy so it's really really simple you might know what things bring you joy but if you don't you just think back to what you did as a child for fun and just go and do that and for me it was tennis at the time so I was in London and I was thinking it was actually another mentor it was a business coach that helped me with this exercise and um tennis came to me and I was like I haven't played tennis for years so I went to do some tennis lessons and suddenly just that feeling in my body of like delight of like just really enjoying myself Mm -hmm. I hadn't felt that for so long and it's about kind of connecting with that feeling and once you do your body wants more of it so you'll start to bring more of it into your life just subconsciously Um, And then that way, when you're when you your nervous system is calming a little bit, you're getting in touch with who you really are, the things you really like, the business idea that will actually create the freedom, create the impact that you that's in your heart is more likely going to come to you from that place. Because before you do that, you kind of got the gates closed, you kind of got this armor on and you are kind of living life not as you, if that makes sense. So that would be my first tip. Um, Second tip would be, so yeah, this, this one is quite common. So all my audience are very high achieving women, as I'm sure yours are. And the thing is, we can always live our lives very much to prove that we can do it. And so if there's something dangled in front of us to do, we will want to do it and prove we can do it, even if we don't really like care about it. <laughs> yeah oh, there's a yeah. marathon happening I'll sign up to that you know like these kinds of things so what we need to get into the headspace of though is that launching a business especially if you're going to do it on the side of your corporate job takes time and takes energy and you're creating something out of nothing so what we need to do is kind of rebalance priorities a little bit and now we need to be really disciplined and ruthless with some of these opportunities coming our way do are these actually going to help us launch our business and step into our freedom based life or is are we we trying to do this from a place of ego so that we feel worthy or enough or we're trying to prove something to someone or even ourselves i realized a lot of the time when i asked myself why i was doing these things it was actually to prove to myself that I was worthy, not to anybody else. So we need to just, sometimes when you just have that awareness, you're like, what am I doing? I don't need to prove that to myself, you know? So I would just have a look at your schedule, have a look at everything you've signed up to and say, is this more important than spending the spending that weekend working on my dream business? Is this more important than, you know, giving myself rest time so that I can work on my business on this time because it's a lot so we need to really get disciplined around that and that is a real reprioritize reprioritizing exercise
0: mm-hmm.
1: um mm-hmm. tip three is it is environment and support so it's support community environment the place where you are kind of comes into this category so the thing is for me i when being in london everybody is in corporate there's hardly any entrepreneurs with me talking about this and going to launch a business and things this was before i decided to move to bali it was so abnormal that i felt like a total corporate dropout like i felt like oh my God, I am risking everything. Like it felt like such a bigger risk than it actually was because no one else was doing it. I was in this bubble. And so... When I moved to Bali, that's the great thing about Bali is the environment here. Most people are entrepreneurs. It's actually unusual to be working in corporate. So that made it so normal to have these conversations. So that's one thing, thinking about your physical environment. And maybe you're not able to move to Bali, but maybe you can come to Bali or or get out of your environment. It's just a matter of getting out and getting new perspective. Um. And then the community piece that's lumped into this is, yeah, being surrounded by cheerleaders, people who support you, people who, um, you know, are going to lift you up. It's the whole saying of you're the average of the five people you spend time with. So just have a look at who that is. And it doesn't mean ditch all your friends, but it just means go and seek people who are now in the place that you want to be because you're changing, you're shifting. And then mentors, I also put into that that bucket so I I've done this a lot like it's so amazing how you can find someone who has what you want and then pay them to tell you how to do it yeah (laughs) you know it's a no-brainer so I've done that at every single stage of my journey and that's definitely helped me just Even just the feeling of having, and we spoke about this a lot, the retreat, the space held for you mm-hmm. allows you to feel like you've got this cushion to make these big decisions because you've got someone who understands and kind of looking after you in a way that you can speak to about it. And it just makes it so much more enjoyable, so much
0: easier. So that would be, that would be the third tip, environment. Amazing, amazing. Oh, I have so many notes, but I just <laughs> feel like, you know, the the last one you touched on the community and the environment, you know, when I first started studying naturopathy, I was with a very, very different group of people and they're all beautiful people. But, you know, I moved away from that because it kind of didn't suit what I was doing. And, you know, the second I slotted in with people who were more aligned, it felt like everything clicked and I felt like I belonged and that what I was doing wasn't so out there. And so that to me is really, really important that as you said the people you surround yourself equate to you know you and your self worth as well so you know if you are looking to get into a yoga business or you know anything go and immerse yourself in, in that space and find people that are working your dream and you know Suze, when we first met in bali i was just like oh my god like oh i'm moving to bali and i'm going to do, 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 do because it felt so aligned you know what you were doing and everything that you were preaching was just so spot on. So I would highly recommend doing that, finding the community that work with you and on the joy element. That is huge. I think that's a really, really big one because in our modern life, especially if you're in nine to five or a nine to midnight, you're really not prioritizing that joy and the nectar that we're actually here to live. And that can really switch you off from feeling amazing. So a lot of people come to me, you know, with, anxiety or mood disorders or anything like that and the first thing I say is okay what's the joy where are you getting joy and they're like oh actually you know I haven't even played tennis in two years or done something that I love and so even if you're not looking to make a drastic change finding the joy is such an important thing so thank you for sharing that I think that's really helpful. The next thing I wanted to ask you was how would you define abundance?
1: I think uh, what's coming to me is like a sense of peace <laughs> and even in my brain I'm like oh that's an interesting one but really abundance when we say we're seeking abundance I think as women we're often seeking that feeling of safety that feeling of peace mm-hmm. and we we often associate this with money um or love or and yeah when I think you when when you narrow that down I think that what we're looking for is that sense of peace that sense of comfort that sense of safety um but i guess on top of that is that that overflow allowing us to receive to a level higher than just feeling safe Mm -hmm. and just i mean just imagine that feeling of knowing that you have endless wealth knowing that you have endless unconditional love like that's what abundance is and that feels in the body very, very warm and happy and safe and peaceful. So and that's just that's just what's
0: coming out of my brain at this moment. <laughs> I think tomorrow you ask me again, and I might say something else. <laughs> but I think you know the reason I wanted to ask that was because abundance and wealth and all of that is getting thrown around a lot at the moment. I think on social media, it's huge. And the second, you know, you follow one business coach, you've got twenties, you know, selling this big, 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 big. And I think for people that is really overwhelming when wanting to step away from corporate, they define, you know, abundance as money and wealth and that's it and cars and material objects so you know something I've worked on a lot with you and over the last you know year and a half is redefining that and really stepping into abundance being an overflow of joy and love and peace and all of those warm fuzzy feelings because the second I looked away from the wealth aspect you know that comes that does its own thing but you know as you said it's just so nice to use that as like a safety and feeling really comfortable so yeah i think if anyone's looking to to take this sort of leap really looking at how you define abundance and i guess redefine it as something else because yeah i think that's really important
1: yeah that's beautiful and i think really it's actually quite simple but this is such a hard lesson to learn to then end up with this simple lesson is that what are we all really seeking and i've learned this through myself but also working with so many other women everybody is seeking a feeling it's actually a feeling that we're trying to seek we're trying to maximize the experience that we have on this planet and really that is a feeling we want to feel happy we want to feel joy we want to feel adventure all of these feelings and the the problem is is that no one has taught you to make decisions in alignment with finding those feelings. So what we end up doing is we choose careers and we choose uh, business coaches, even to use your example, that tell you you're gonna make a certain amount of money. The, The job's gonna make you a certain amount of money, but actually that's not linked to how you're gonna feel. Yes, yes, you might you might create a business that brings a lot of money and you feel great but also you might create a business that brings a lot of money and you feel shit so basically you really really want to um, every decision that you make think about how you're going to feel and is this going to get you to that because that's the deeper meaning behind all of this abundance and all of these um, more surface level things and that's what everybody's kind of been missing and I didn't realize this at the start and actually working with a lot of women I think is the the way that I realized this that you we're looking for that feeling that depth of life that experience so then when you know that but you you can recognize it because you felt it before that's also really important you can then make decisions from that place and then you're more likely going to feel it. And then that's where you create the dream life, the freedom. And everybody's high achieving. Everybody is smart. You're going to make money. It's a byproduct. Like that's going to happen. But we want to lead from a place of like making decisions in your life around, is it going to get me to this feeling? Because that's
0: really what we're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So potent and so important because I think you know, when we're looking at our days and a lot of clients, you know, there is that lack of joy and lack of drive or purpose that I'm sure of where they're going. And so it's so nice to think and sit back and say, how do I actually define a good day? Is it, um, you know, helping clients? Is it hitting this target? Is it doing this? But, for me it used to be like oh I was just so focused on um you know getting the client outcomes straight away and I was so impatient and anxious and it was it was so hard you know when I first first started my practice and now I just go I look at my day and I'm like if I've given one person one thing that they resonated with that is joyful for me but also if I've you know done all the other things that make me feel happy that is also a massive win so that is yeah I really love the way you define that and spoke about it it's really beautiful
1: and i would also just add on to that as well because life isn't just always joyful things Ah. happen challenging things happen painful things do happen but when you have been operating from that level of making decisions or or based on okay what's going to give me that feeling then it makes you a lot more able to cope with the pain and you've got all these tools where you know you know how to heal from whatever that pain is in that moment and you know how to bring yourself back and you know that time heals so yeah i just wanted to acknowledge that too that you know i'm not being like i'll live from a state of joy at all times because it's not realistic necessarily but but when you have connected with that then you can manage the pain in a lot more of a healthier way
0: yeah and i think you know for us running these businesses that are just so beautiful and that we're passionate about it is amazing but we are you know coming from a fuller cup when i worked in a more of a corporate clinical role i had nothing to give and so you know when clients would show up with chronic illnesses i had nothing to give out of my cup and i was just running on empty but now when stuff happens in life I can give a little bit more and I have a bit more energy because my cup is more full of passion and love and joy and I've got a little bit more in my system to give so that, you know, in the long term, I can actually provide a better service for my clients by taking on less. You know, I see naturopaths sometimes and they've got, you know, I used to do 12 to 14 clients per day. And Susie, I remember when I told you that, you were like, sorry, what? Yeah. And was like a day or a week? Yeah. A month. <laughs> I was running on complete empty and I couldn't show up for these beautiful humans that I loved and cared about so much the way I wanted to. And so now, you know, working, I'm still working on it because it's hard to you know, keep the intake small, but working with less people, but with more impact has also changed my whole business process. And, you know, I did used to come from a bit of fear of my income, but now I don't even think about it. Now I'm like, I know now if I do X amount of people per week, that serves me so that I can serve them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. This is something that you all taught me actually on on your retreat, because so many of you said at the end how uh, when you went home, how um, your, your partner or like Cass's husband or whatever commented on, how different you were but how wonderful it was and like she has kids for example and she's like it's empowering my whole family so I think when you empower women in that way to become more of themselves where they can just enjoy being themselves it makes a huge impact on everyone else yes your clients you show up way better for them but also your future clients so you're going to be selling in a better way you're going to be showing up you're going to be bringing more people in to get the transformation but also your family your partners your kids you're showing up in a much better way than you know maybe because your cup isn't full uh your energy is different right so that's an amazing thing that actually as women, we don't put ourselves first that much. And I remember you literally saying those words, but actually, and we don't put ourselves first that much because we think we want to put everybody else first, but actually it's kind of not achieving that. And when you put yourself first, that's when you show up better for everybody else, right? It's the thing on planes with, you know, put your life jacket on before you put everybody else's on. And yeah, I really, really fully believe that now and that can be such a hard one especially for women to break and I think that's a lot of you know patriarchy conditioning and that's a whole nother episode but (laughs) honestly that's that's a really big learning and you you all taught me
0: you all reminded me that at at the last retreat actually Hmm. and you're so right we really have to begin tending to ourselves and I work with so many mums. That are just exhausted, and you know this obviously isn't business, but running a family and a house is a full time job. And I'm like, have you done anything for yourself these days? Even if it's tiny as washing your face, like being able to support women in that way, you know, for both of us, I think is just so transformational. And yeah, I feel like we can just show up and be, you know, so ourselves without all of the fear or worry or any of that. So it's just, yeah, your work is so powerful. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm sure every woman listening to this is like, "Ha, ah, this is amazing." So, if someone has resonated with your story and wants to create the life of their dreams, I feel like this is going to be the podcast name. Create the life of your your dreams for Susie. Love that. How can we begin? because it is really daunting. And I know you touched on some tips earlier around business, but around just general life, any anything that you love and has have resonated with.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think, yeah, OK, so based on what I said earlier, it's definitely the first few steps in terms of we need to really think about what does our dream life look like? And that's a massive question. And again, it's really hard to even I have a lot of um women come to me when they first start working with me and they say, because I put this in my welcome um, intake form. And they say, I'm finding it really hard to even visualize this. And it's because they're in that place of feeling miserable and conditioned, like I was saying before. So we do really need to tap into these the, the senses of joy so that you can start to visualize it. And once we uh understand exactly like, what does that dream life look like, like where does where are you living? Are you living in the same country that you're living in? Are you with the partner that you with, or are you with somebody else? Or if you're single, like are you going to be with a partner? What does that look like for you? Um, do you want to have a family? Like all of these elements, like how do you want to be, um how do you want your day to go do you want to be running a business do you want your evenings free do you want to be working every day like this kind of stuff and how do you want to feel in your work do you want to just make money passively and not necessarily feel anything or is feeling purpose still really important to you and so we just need to answer all of these questions so that we get really clear on what that looks like and yeah that evolves over time because you change and you grow But we need to understand what is the end state because then we can like reverse engineer it, okay, right. So if that's the end state, then we need to start thinking about moving to Bali in my case, for example. So what does that mean? What decisions do I need to make? Well, my partner doesn't want to move to Bali, so I'm going to have to make a really hard decision. And that was the decision that I had at the time. He was an investment banker. That's not really investment banking here in Bali. Like no. I, I I was happy to quit my job, but he wasn't. So, you know, that and a lot of other reasons that wasn't going to, that doesn't align with my vision moving forward. So I had to make some tough decisions. So what tough decisions might you need to make and, allow into your consciousness because a lot of the time we're blocking me is because it's painful mm-hmm. it's painful to have to break up with someone so I put that off for many years and I didn't allow myself to even entertain the possibility so I kept myself stuck mm-hmm. um so really we just want to get into a place of designing and getting clarity so this is all about getting clarity on what is your dream life looking like because it's different for everyone mm-hmm. and then after that we want to start working on strategy so for most women i work with it is launching a business that's going to get you there and the reason why i believe that is that i believe corporate is changing i believe the culture is changing but in my lifetime i don't think we'll see a world where it's really, it's made for women's bodies, and it's optimized to the point that, you know, it's equal enough to go and have a child and come back. I just don't see it shifting fast enough. So I believe the only way to create that that lifestyle for yourself is to run your own company and create your own culture and then hire other people into it. And then eventually, if more women do that, then we'll change the culture. So I see it as breaking out rather than leaning in, as um Sheryl Sandberg says. So it would be then okay, so what business do I want to start that actually satisfies these things around gives me the freedom that I want around gives me the impact that I want. And that's why I work so heavily with uh, digital product-based businesses, because I believe that's the best mis- business model for all of those things to give you freedom, to give you wealth, to give you impact. It's really got all of those things. So yeah, and then at that point, it's probably best to go, okay, so how do I get this done? Do I want to go and spend hours on YouTube learning all myself, or do I want to go and invest in a mentor to teach me the framework of how to do this? And at that point, I would say to go and seek out the community, seek out the mentors. And there's this, this concept of expanders. So finding yeah. people who are expanders. So who are the people that have that dream life that you've written down pretty much almost to a T? Go and find them. See if they can teach you how to do it. Um, And that's that's really the process that I have uh, followed to get me where I am. And also what I teach the clients, uh, my
0: clients as well. So... Hopefully that helps. Oh, it does. It's it's just so exciting. And again, I feel like we could just talk for hours on this because <laughs> it's something I feel really passionate about and love talking to other practitioners and people in this realm because there's a lot of burnout, there's a lot of exhaustion, and there's a lot of stickiness. I feel like people feel stuck a lot and that's completely fine to feel, but you know, just knowing you and being in your realm like it's just so inspiring to be able to see what women can do and how they can create the dream life they want to live in line with you know what the income what they want to be where they want to be living all of those sort of things it's just so inspiring that you are so brave but now you're teaching this to so many women and I just love that so I'm sure everyone wants to find out where they can find you so share with us all of your details.
1: Yeah, so my business is called Female Leadership Collective. So if anyone's resonated with those kind of three steps and you feel like I might be an expander for you, (laughs) then my program to join is Launch Academy. So it's a three month business accelerator where I'll help you kind of come back to yourself and then launch your business by the end of it. So you'll find all the details of that on my Instagram. So Female Leadership Collective. Um, I also have my own podcast as well, which is called the Female Leadership Collective Podcast. Um, And we also do our Bali retreats. So if you, so we didn't really talk about those, but those are more for, it's called the reset. So those are more for, women who literally just need to take themselves out of their environment for a week really start doing some healing introduction to spirituality or maybe <laughs> fast forward into spirituality if you say that amelia and then we also do a bit of coaching to help you get clarity on what is the move forward um and we have entrepreneurs that come but also people who are thinking of launching businesses so if you're interested in the bali retreat then um the instagram is the reset retreat bali but again just DM me on um, Instagram, Female Leadership Collective, because I love to speak to people. I love to hear your stories and I can just point you in the right direction, whether that's me,
0: whether that's someone else, um, just come and say hi. Mm. And seriously, highly recommend following Susie because I went on the Bali retreat and it was honestly one of the best things I've ever done for myself, like hands down. And, you know, it really just re-inspired me to be, the woman I want to be and not just in my business, but in my relationship and in my life. And just to be able to go and reset, like we said before, take yourself out of that environment and just restart. It's like a circuit breaker. And even if it's not like a retreat, just going to do something like that. It, yeah, it's just amazing. So would highly recommend anyone listening to take the leap and 100% do it it's the best investment you'll ever make um and Susie thank you so much for coming on I just feel like you are so inspiring and so many women are going to listen to this and just be blown away so thank you I really appreciate your time oh thank you so much for having me it's been so much fun